Hey guys, it's Teresa. Thanks for listening to You Can Tell Me Anything. This is the podcast where I have comedians confess secrets they've never told anyone. I've been doing it for about half a year now. It's been really fun. And I'm going to be sending out some holiday cards to my confidants on Patreon. So if you want to get a personalized holiday card from me and you're not on the Patreon, it's not too late to join. You can join the Patreon at patreon.com slash tellmeanythingpod. And if you do that by December 1st, I will send you a personalized holiday card. And if you leave me a five-star review with... Um, with a written review on iTunes and you DM that to me or tag me um, on Twitter at Larissa T or on Instagram at TellMeAnythingPod, I'll send you a personal confession that nobody has ever seen before just for you. Very exciting, exclusive stuff. I'll keep doing that until I run out of resources. Just kidding. I'll never have too many secrets. I am full of secrets. Thank you guys so much if you're already part of the Patreon. I super appreciate it. So excited for this episode. Um, just a little bit of backstory. I recorded this episode with my guests on election night. Um, so it, it definitely has a little bit of a live energy to it. We um, were going to do another confession that he had told me earlier on. He was planning to do. We had to kind of plan for that. And then, you know, as it happens, election night happened and we decided to just do this on the fly instead so i hope you guys enjoy it uh love to hear your comments you can tweet at me email me at tellmeanythingpod at gmail.com um or whatever all right goodbye enjoy the episode you can tell her you can tell her anything she's a real Teresa, the host of You Can Tell Me Anything, the podcast where I have comedians confess a secret they've never told anyone. Um, super excited for my guest today. The, we're here on election night watching Woo! muted TV. Very stressed. It's very strange energy in here. Yeah. Um, but he's a great comedian. He's been on Conan two, two multiple times, two, two times. Two, twi- twice, twice. Times. That's multiple. Mm-hmm. Um, the voice you're hearing is Alan Strickland Williams. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for having me, Teresa. <laughs> it's nice to be here. Yeah. Thanks for being here. I know it's a stressful day. Um, I know that you had a confession before, but then you emailed me right before you got here. So I, we might talk about something else, but well, we're yeah, like go on a ride. My, yeah, my confession like is so we can talk about it or whatever, but it was, I was just thinking, I was like, on like a day when like, everything bad is happening it was like yeah. i really want to like talk shit about cucumbers like all day <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know maybe i do but there's we'll all see. types of confessions <laughs> um but before we get to that one i do like to start with a good confession sure. from my guests um just because not all confessions are bad mm-hmm. do you have something good you'd like to confess i voted <laughs> does That's that even count yeah totally <laughs> it does because i feel like we're so used all of our friends are like you know it's some form entertainers so i feel like we're so used to just seeing that people post everything but mm-hmm. i think i think it's still helpful to see like i don't know because you know i don't know well i don't know if that's true but i'm guessing most of your friends are also in entertainment pretty much so yeah. your feed is covered with that but for someone who's not they might just see like one or two of those right and it might influence them so right i think it's good to do i just tried to make sure to vote for all the good stuff so that yeah. was like that's my humble brag i did it and i did you do research or are you kind of just like i just looked at the strokes? dsa guide or whatever mm-hmm. and like put, plugged everything in yeah, that I wish I spent more time researching, but I I did kind of just look at guides and uh, overall just make sure I didn't put. It, I mean, there was one. I almost was gonna because I didn't research at first, and there was one uh, justice that voted against gay marriage. 
that I almost was just gonna be like yes and I was like no I'm glad I looked that up yeah no it's like no and like yeah it's like a lot of the like guy whichever one you use like it is good that just to like a lot of people have the time and resources to like put all that information and research together yeah that's like their job yeah I do wish they made it more mandatory for us to do the homework. I wish, I mean, I wish it wasn't like a, I wish it wasn't like a, a cool, th- I, I wish you just had to vote. I wish like in Australia, yeah. I think like if you don't vote, you, uh, you get like a fine or something. And I feel like it should be like that. Your dog is so cute. <laughs> Sorry. That, is that okay? He just has <laughs> That's totally head fine. I, and it's just funny is I'm not, I'm not like a big dog person, but okay. whenever I do meet a dog I like, it's always like this. It's they like, love you. <laughs> just like, we're like, I'm like this year, my little dude. Like, Aww. wish he's a dude. Is yeah, that right? he's a yeah. dude. Yeah, I mean, he's is fluid, I think. Um, yeah, I did, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to gender. No, um, no, he's, dog. he's anatomically a dude, but, uh, <laughs> but I feel like people gender him as a, a girl dog and he's kind of attracted to all dogs. So I mm-hmm. think he's pretty fluid. Oh, well that's probably, yeah. He's got boyfriends and girlfriends I get it. all over town. I get our connection then now <laughs> why we're getting along. Um, anyway. well that's a, that's a really good confession. I mean, I think it's and really relevant. So I think it's good to do because it yeah. didn't used to be like that. I think people, I mean, I think when things need to change i think people get out and vote and hopefully we do that all the time so it doesn't get to such a dire right position but um but definitely this year more than any it feels like it's like we all gotta we gotta, all gotta, be gotta voting. do it yeah I, I also remember like when i first was like i was i was very much a like not even like your vo- vote doesn't count but i was just like i don't care about this stuff. yeah like i did and like because i didn't really have to i was a kid and like grew up pretty sheltered or whatever in like a pretty mm-hmm. pretty conservative area so i was just like oh that's like lame boring politics right. are boring or whatever and then so like my first time i could vote i didn't and then after that i've like voted in like a crazy person or whatever but um <laughs> yeah yeah so. voting it's a, it's uh your civic uh duty, it's, your, duty it's our duty yeah. it is um Actually, something that came... Oh, why were we talking about this? We were talking about gendering the dog and actually reminded me... Of, I, I didn't read this earlier, but I got a nice note about this podcast oh. um, that I want to read. Um, oh, that's a nice... If I can find it. There you go. Yeah, because... Uh, so I did an episode... Just for backstory, since I don't know if you know this, but... And for listeners who are new to the podcast, I did a episode, solo episode recently. Um, and uh, and so this was in response to it. If I can find it... Um, hold for time wow maybe i won't be able to f- i, th- I thought time. it was in my hold for time oh my goodness well basically i i was taught i won't actually read the whole uh my whole podcast but basically um oh i should have had it pulled up well i d- i don't have it so never mind i guess i <laughs> oh here it is okay <laughs> there, we <go. laughs> there we go i'll just cut that part out yeah you can always do the old like trick of like yeah um <gasps> right hold your breath I'll, and okay. here we are. Here we're, I got we're a, uh, I got a nice note on okay. Instagram, so I wanted to read it because it's related, a little bit related to gen. It's not really related to a dog, but we're talking about gendering. And basically, my confession was that I, um, I went through what before I knew I was bi. Um, I went through a phase where I was like questioning my gender because I was mm-hmm. trying to figure out like why I felt different and what my sexuality was. Um, and I explored the idea of transitioning, and mm-hmm. so that was what the confession was. But this note, um, I, I won't say who the user is, but uh, it here's the the note. 
I just listened to your solo podcast episode and man, my stomach was in knots the whole time. Sort of opposite of you, when I was a good bit younger, I thought I was trans and went to some therapy and even called insurance providers to see what part of the transition they'd cover. And then for whatever reason, fear probably, I just shoved all that into a box and put it away. I joked with one of my closest friends at the time that I'll deal with it when I have my breakdown in my 40s. Now I'm sort of starting to lean back in that direction, and especially with this fuckwad in office, I'm just as scared as I was then. But listening to your story really provided some nice insight, and it was great to hear your confession. I guess that was my confession. Anyways, I just want to tell you that the podcast touched me. I hope you have a great day. Kill it at whatever comedy gig you've got coming up. That's cool. Yeah, so I thought that was really nice because it it was a weird thing to confess. I mean, for me, because I actually never told anyone about it, and I was like, oh... And it was the week that um, Trump announced m- wanting to ban or erase the definition of transgender from the dictionary. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, this feels relevant. And I never talked about it. But it was nice to hear that someone else has had a similar experience. And like wherever you are in your journey, it's 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 good to just feel like not alone and okay sure. to talk it through. I think that's like the most, I. it's pretty hokey, but like I do genuinely think that like the things that I always like to hear the most more so than anything else is like, Oh, your account of this or like your joke about that, like connected with me. Yeah. And, like helped me like that. Cause that's like, I still remember songs and like movies and uh-huh. stuff that I saw when I was in like younger or like just in dark times and like always like, it's like, Oh, I'm not a, a, the only person going through this thing. And it's yeah. like powerful. It's like, that's really cool. That is nice. So tell me more. Okay. Well, I, I feel like is your confession going to be, related to where you grew up i know you kind of hinted at it in your email i don't know yeah i want to loosely just talk about it or i I so i was going to talk about i do hate cucumbers i think cucumbers are like (laughs) wildly overrated there's they offer me nothing they're only good for pickling and sex as far as i'm concerned sex that like do you use cucumbers during sex i'm not i'm you do seem like an adventurous sexual guy i don't know you very well but i follow you on twitter and (laughs) i feel like you you would it doesn't surprise me that a cucumber's popped up in your sex life i would just i would rather fuck a cucumber than eat it is all i'm saying (laughs) like i just think cucumbers are disgusting i don't like them i hate cucumber water so much but (laughs) what i was thinking like as like the return started coming in today yeah. uh, for the election, obviously. And I was like at work and I like had a fine day and everything, but I was like, Oh, how am I going <laughs> to, am I really going to be like getting mad about cucumbers? Like on a day when like people are like, you know, like they just, I think they passed a fucking like anti-abortion law in Alabama Ugh. today. You know, like it's just like shit like that. I'm just like, okay, I can't really like, I don't yeah. think I could really get, uh, like it up for like cucumber talk, but <laughs> no pun anyway, intended. So, yeah, so I was going. So then, like, I emailed you, and I was just like, "Oh my god, this is just." And I don't want to be like a white guy talking about politics, but I do. I am from Florida, but Florida, you're not just. See, this is the thing. I I do like because I've this has come up on other podcasts with like, um, and also in conversations with, like straight white guy comedians because they'll tell me like they'll literally get um, from casting directors and. Uh, bookers or whatever hiring managers they'll say like we don't want a straight white guy right now and it's like you can't say that you can I mean you can like want diversity and have initiatives and that's great like I do think we should do that I'm not saying like let's just only hire but I'm like you can't just to someone's face be like that's still discrimination let's just like be diverse but also don't just marginalize straight white guys and so and I don't think it's like all white voices are not important you know what I mean I feel like there's this polarizing thing on because it's fun to be outraged and be like we don't need your voice but like you're a comedian you've got opinions you're well-spoken you're here for a reason like 
Yeah, we want to hear your. I want to hear your story. You're on this for a reason. Well, so. I, I so I mean, I was gonna say like I don't really feel, and I also I will admittedly say this. I'm not super qualified. I don't know everything. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not super up on everything. But I am from Florida. I grew up there, and so I'm like I feel like I can talk with a lot of authority about how much Florida fucking sucks. About what it's like about there. How yeah. I, how much I and I do like. I mean, you know, you asked like what's something you. Yeah. You don't like or like, you know. Okay. So yeah. Is there something you would like to tell me about your life or anything? It seems like. I hate where I'm from. (laughs) Okay. And I'm from Florida. And I I really do like, I have no love lost for it. Uh Uh-huh. Like I hate going home and I wish Florida did not exist. Where are you from in Florida? <laughs> I'm from Jacksonville, Florida, which okay. is why. I'm from this town called Orange Park, which is outside Jacksonville, okay. Florida. But it's an extremely... Um, That's the capital? No, Tallahassee is no. the capital. Okay. But it's it's a it's a fairly big city, and it's um, very conservative. Yeah. It's like where the guy that... I don't know if they've actually called the Republican... Or I don't know if they've actually called the governor's race in Florida, but it was... Oh, okay. It yes. looks like it was going to the Republican, and yeah. that guy, Ron DeSantis, is from Jacksonville. Oh, wow. Um, so it's just like, it's a very like military, southern, mm-hmm. religious, like stranglehold. Were you raised religious? Are your parents I was raised, my grandfather was a Southern Baptist minister. Oh, wow. Okay. And he was actually a pretty cool guy, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. But. Th- that's fine but like the southern the southern baptist church is like one of the worst groups of like christianity i mean that's like where it's all like the, the anti-gay shit comes from that. yeah exactly anti- all the like and like the very much like um like recognizing that politics recognizing mm. that they can influence politics and then doing that gotcha that's like like they and like, your grandfather was like part of that church my grandfather was a he had a very small congregation he was a very i remember being a kid and actually talking to him because i was a very like smart ass Uh bratty kid and i had like you know if you're like smart and you go to church you're like this doesn't make any sense you know i mean like i don't like you know i mean i maybe that's like not right to say but i so i was always i would always have these questions and i remember one time like you know, I remember hearing like someone say like, if you're not a Christian, you don't go to heaven. And I, huh. like, my friend was Jewish. And so I just asked my grandfather, I was like, what about Carl? And, <laughs> and my grandfather was like, oh no, there are many doorways into the kingdom of heaven. Like he had a very like enlightened, I would say okay. like, um, response. And he had a very even tone and he was not fire and brimstone. And we used to go to his church, but then he died when we were young um, and then we kind of like started going to this other church and it was just like, this guy sucked and mm. he was just like, yeah, anti-gay and like all this shit. And I was just like, oh, like, okay. So that, so like, yeah, I was, I was definitely raised like very, like I used to like lead this hymns and like stuff oh, wow. like that and like sing like at church and stuff. And so then it was kind of like, it went from like that to like basically just not like disavowing all of it and not did really you ever feel part of it and there was like a switch or you kind of just never felt like you really belonged in i it? never believed any of it i never like thought it was like real but i did like i i will say that like the community of a church sure. is something i completely understand and i think with the right community and the right people and the right like principles i yeah. think that's great and i did feel like that like like i said my grandfather had like this little congregation 
that really did feel like a sort of family like mm-hmm. positive vibe to it. And then it was moving over to this other thing that just it just seemed so much more judgmental and more fire and brimstone and more like black and white. Like out of fear as opposed to trying to find positive value. It didn't feel compassionate. Yeah. Yeah. It it felt very judgmental. Um, And also they met in like a church, uh, like a school's like cafeteria, which I also (laughs) thought was just like, what's the point? Just aesthetically not pleasing. It's not a church. (laughs) Like, you know, whatever. But, um, but yeah. I used to sing in a, I wasn't really like a church goer, but I used to sing in a choir, like a big, it it practiced in a church and it was like non, um, non, denomination what's the word it's not related yeah or non it was secular okay but it was run by like a bunch of uh, taiwanese immigrants who are also music teachers and they wanted their kids to have a place to go so they started this choir and by the time i joined it was really big there were like 800 kids all over the bay area in different like sections so in a way it kind of felt like a church um without the religion because we we literally had rehearsals on sundays and we went and sang and there was you know um it was like a congregation. You literally um, had these meetings and, and you know, their shared values was more music based, obviously, but mm-hmm. the, there was a sense of uh, coming together and, and um, scholarship, like they gave scholarship to kids. And oh, so I, cool. can, I can see the, that appeal of church because that's all like the non, it's everything of church without the religion. Right. Yeah. So I, I totally understand that part of it. Um, but yeah, but I think if they started telling us how to live our lives, I would probably be like, that's too yeah, much. I, I always was just like, well, what? Like, I, I don't know. Like the, the, and I, cause I, I remember I was also too, I understand that the way that I'm thinking about it is not conducive to believing. Like I just completely yeah. understand that. And I also don't really even consider myself an atheist. Like I, uh-huh. I don't, I'm, I'm not like so like hardwired in any way but are you I, spiritual or what do you do i, be- do you- I believe in energy uh-huh. <laughs> i guess like i like felt crystals that. or i don't do crystals or okay. whatever but i do i mean i really um i really do believe in energy and like vibration i do too stuff. wait can you but, but just for listeners because I, it's so la to be like oh i totally follow the universe of signs but do you have an example of like maybe yes. a more specific time something's manifested or something okay. where you followed uh intuition and it kind I, of played out i have a story where i was um i lo- i moved out here like around 10 years ago maybe mm-hmm. a little over 10 years and um my first job, I got my first job and it really wasn't exactly what I was supposed to be doing. And I hadn't started comedy really yet. Did you um, move out here knowing you wanted to pursue entertainment? I, I kind of thought I might want to write, okay. but I also just, I spent a summer out here and I just loved LA and I hated, uh-huh. I was up in, I hated Florida, obviously. So uh-huh. I, I like, I worked really hard to get out of Florida and then I was in New York and I didn't like New York and I spent one summer here and I just fell in love with it. And I was just like, I don't care what I do. I want to come out here. And so I was out here and I, I liked basically everything about mm-hmm. my life and besides my job. And I knew that I didn't want to do it long term. And there were like layoffs in the department and I, lo- I lost my job and I was kind of like, but I didn't have any, I didn't have any plan. I ran, I was like running out of money. Did you, what did you study or what, what were you I st- I trying fucking, to do? I fucked up college so bad. I was, <laughs> uh, I went in as pre-med and like oh, I wow. wound up with like a, a interdisciplinary studies degree. Okay. I, I got like, I took screenwriting and creative writing and stuff. Oh, cool. Okay. And that's what kind of got me out here. But I went, I was going home over, I got fired or I, I got laid off or whatever, like 
right before Christmas. Okay. So I was going home to Florida, which I already didn't want to do. And I kind of was like, I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. And I, I was like, I was starting to think, I'm like, oh, maybe I should try, maybe I should try to do something creative because that's kind of what like my bosses told me. They're like, you, you, you seem like you're more, you're too creative to like be, I was like in an administrative role. Okay. And, um, and I go to the airport, I go to LAX, I give the TSA guy my ID and he goes, oh, you're Alan Strickland Williams. I've heard about you. Wait, and I what? Go, what? And he goes, I've heard about you. You uh, and he was like, uh, you going home for the holidays? And I go, yeah. And he goes, go home. And when you get back, squeeze the dream for all it's worth. Because no one's going to squeeze it for you. And I go, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I like, and I don't know if he told this to like every He's sad, just trying to like- sad looking person <laughs> that year, like at Christmas, but like straight up, he told me that. And I went home and I started writing jokes. Wow. And then I went back and then I came back. And that's when I started doing stand up. That's when I started was like going to Morgan open mics and shit. It was Morgan <laughs> Freeman. Yeah. And it was actually for a, a web series I was uh-huh, in. Uh-huh. It was not real. No. But it, that really happened. And I was like, wow. okay, that's like, uh, and again, I do think he probably was like, he probably tells that to like one person a day or something. But the like way that. he said, like, but oh, it, you're this. It, it was makes such you feel a, like it's a, a very um, uh, purposeful thing. I, I And I still like have like, I don't know about you. I save like a lot of notebooks and stuff sure. and I actually was going through when I was trying to like put together a long set I was like let me just look through all my shit yeah maybe there's a good joke buried somewhere and I found the day that I did that and I wrote down like squeeze the dream for all it's worth and I was like oh yeah I forgot about oh, it wow and I was like fuck that probably did play some role in like pushing me to stay out here and like to start pursuing comedy yeah. and stuff so that was like a real like that's for sure. I believe in that. And also, I do believe in like picking the signs you like because maybe subconsciously it's what you wanted anyway. Sure. So, I, I mean, what people have. Oh, like yeah. This. I never look at the signs that are bad. No, for <laughs> sure. And you shouldn't because it's like, why? But, um, and you're kind of curating your own life. But I think you can use those good signs to your advantage because if you keep following the good ones, then inevitably, inevitably wherever you end up, you'll be like, all the signs pointed me here because right. you followed them. Right. But, um, but yeah, I, I remember a moment like that. Like, I, I went to NYU and I didn't really know I was going to go there, but I ended up doing screenwriting. Um, mm-hmm. But there, I used to want to be in, at an Ivy League because I grew up in the Bay Area mm-hmm. and I just cared about that kind of stuff. And I remember just at dance once, all the uh, girls on my team were talking about where they were going to go. And uh, not that the girls on my dancing were dumb, but they weren't like... There was like the dancer girls and they were like, this sounds so elitist. But like the school I went to was like super, like all the girls there wanted to go to you know Harvard and Stanford uh-huh. or whatever. And then the dancers were like more into just like having a good time and partying and sure they're all fine now whatever so ultimately it's a testament to why this doesn't matter at all but i just remember one of them being like oh you would be so good at nyu and at first i felt offended i was like nyu that's not even ivy league but the way she said it so like clearly she was like yeah you would be really good at tish i feel like it'd be great for you and at first i thought nyu is like an amazing school i know and this is why i had to preface (laughs) this with like i was such a brat but i grew up in an environment that was super academic and really a high pressure to succeed i understand yeah so it mattered to me to be in an and even i was even thinking in terms of like I'm going to say my dream school is like Cornell because it's the worst Ivy because it's attainable. That's where I went, by the way. (laughs) But it's not a bad, you know what I mean? It's a great school. But I I grew up in an area where people were like, okay, if you know you can't get in Harvard, start setting your expectations Mm -hmm. to like 
the quote unquote worst Ivy, Cornell, which is Brown. a great school. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. That's how we thought. And so when someone said NYU, I was like, oh, are you kidding me? Like, it's not even like high, like ranked in the top hundred academic schools. But um, but it's a great school. But and I did go there and I enjoyed it. But I wanted. I when I was at Cornell, <laughs> I I was like I wound up there. Because it was the school that I got into that was the furthest away from yeah. from Florida. So I was like, I'm going to the... I told myself, whichever one I get into, that's the furthest away. Oh, that's where I'm going to cool. go. And so Cornell was that. And then I, I remember I dated a girl that was going to NYU actually for a while. And I would start going to the city. That's a and I was <laughs> Exactly. And I was like, fuck, I should have gone to NYU. Why am I in the middle of like a, a waterfall and like <laughs> upstate New York. I don't know what the fuck I was doing. They do I, both have high suicide rates. So they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and we have that. So they, I went back to Cornell somewhat recently actually. And they like literally have like nets to like catch the kids yeah. now as they jump. The Bokes the library, the NYU library, uh, uh, the floors yeah. are painted like spikes to yep. deter you from jumping, which is the dumbest thing. I've seen thing. those. Very sad. Um, I shouldn't be laughing about that. Um, uh, no, I, I've like not that it makes a difference, but I, I, I feel like I joke more about suicide because I, uh, my little brother committed suicide. So sometimes I'm sorry for that, but uh, I, but I yeah, thank you. you. But sometimes I feel like I'll be more like I'll just joke, but then I'm like, no, 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 I do take it seriously. I take I, it very seriously. I struggle with it a lot, and I've had my issues with it, and so I'm like, I mean, it's like. Yeah, as comedians, I'm, it's easy to just be like, "Well, yeah, it's like I want to fucking kill myself." And I know. Like, like, ah, and I'm like, like, "Well, ah. no, maybe not today." But yeah. right, right, uh, too much to yeah. do on my list. Um, <laughs> no, I'm at a point now where I don't want to kill myself, but there's some days where I'm like, I guess I wouldn't mind dying just because I'm too busy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, it would just make my day a little bit easier. It'd be nice sabbatical sometimes. Yeah, if I didn't have to know. do all the fucking things on my list, like oh, it'd be a good day to be hit by a car. Um, <laughs> I'm Can we pencil it in fine. at like seven? Like I'll go like I, a nice thing will happen. I'll go out on a high note. On my way to record a podcast would be the ideal time to be hit by a car. No, I'm just after, kidding. No, I always think it's like after a press release comes out about you getting a good thing. Oh, like, there you go. You get a good thing. You don't yeah. have to actually do the good thing. That's you so just, dark. People know about it. I've thought about this a lot. Fear of, fa- fear of success sounds like. <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> um, okay, wait. So you grew up in Florida. You want to escape it. Oh, uh, they just called to- it. They just called they it did? for for DeSantis. Ron. Oh, yeah, there you go. Florida. Anyway, so yeah, sorry to cut you off. But yes. No, because I, well, I want to hear more about because it seems like you've said, I didn't know this much about you. So you went, like, Cornell is so f- far away and different from yeah. Florida. What, like, what so, were your, I, I guess, like, what was early young Alan like? Were you, you know, talk about the energy in the universe now, but is that something you were into young or no, it w- kind of came out later? I was very, like, I actually kind of looked exactly like I do now and dressed like I <laughs> okay. do now. But I, um, I was very like, I remember being like a kid. I remember being young and thinking that like Florida was bad and that everyone there was stupid. And I think that it's really true. Like I, like I remember like, was it a predominantly white area? Uh, where I lived was pretty or white. Just conservative. Yeah. Um, I remember when I first learned about hurricane season. Hmm. Um, and they're like every year, you know, this happens. And I was like, I remember asking like, <laughs> how long have these hurricanes been happening? And they're like for hundreds of thousands of years. And I was like, oh, wow. why does anyone live here? Like, it's <laughs> literally a swamp. Like there was, there would be like alligators walking like on ours, like really in, like That's the neighborhood true? and stuff. Like it's, in, it's literally a swamp. Like it's so hot. It's awful. <laughs> There's a hurricanes that come literally every year that try to destroy all of it. And people just kept living there. And it's just like, that to me, I was like, I could never wrap my head around it. And I still, I still really, I don't know why 
if granted not everyone can leave i understand these things sure. but if you can i don't understand why you would live there <laughs> it's just not i mean it's cheap so i get yeah. that but like besides that it's just like it's li- it's li- you're literally living in a swamp then you know i moved to la which is literally a desert that they right. just pump water into Total so opposite. i can't really talk but like so, so maybe physically you it wasn't just the people you didn't vibe with like physically your body was oh, like rebelling against the swamp I, I when i go i i whenever i would go um would come home from college and even still now i am i'm sweating right now talking about florida <laughs> i'm like getting worked up i would i would start to like hyperventilate like i would like oh, i man. would get like super drunk before i would fly because well i would always like to get super drunk before <laughs> I fly. but like sounds like another problem yeah well, no, whatever. <laughs> um but like it's just like i would just get so i was just like oh i would like it would all like come back and like the feeling of being hot in florida to me is like what florida is i'm actually pretty sure hell it is hell i think florida is hell hmm. like and i and i i'm working on the theory like i'm working on a religion <laughs> that that makes this true but like I'm almost pot like it's just it's so hot it feels like a wet blanket all the time like it's like around your neck and like choking you and like everything I I remember like I remember my first day of high school like seeing two kids that were both wearing like overalls and like had cowboy hats like just kicking the shit out of each other at lunch like the first day of school and they were just I forget what they were saying but like one guy was just like Jesus save me and the other guy's like Jesus can't save you while they're like beating the shit out of each other and I was just like I've got to get the fuck out of here oh, like man. I don't belong in this place at all so that was kind of like er, just from early on like even and even before high school too I was just like what is going on here like this is just <laughs> weird like I and everyone seems to act like it's normal like it's just and it's not like huh. I don't know it's just it's just it, and like all that Florida man shit is real <laughs> like it's real my dad was like my dad's a lawyer or whatever he like told me some story about like when he was a public defender like the crazy criminals in florida it's just like there's like there's one guy that literally would just go around jacking off horses like what? like just, this is like a guy like <laughs> damn i feel like do you th- i mean it sounds like just the weather would make you feel crazy and want to do crazy stuff the weather definitely has a role and i think the meth has a role too oh that's probably true but it's funny because growing up in california i always i didn't know much about florida and obviously as an adult it's like the butt of the joke of a lot of things but as a kid i remember thinking florida was a cool place and that that i wanted to go because it had disney world and it was called the sunshine state Mm -hmm. and so i'm and it kind of reminded me like of california shape wise so i was like i bet they're kind of cool there i bet they're just like california it's i always when i came out of california finally i've I always described it as California is what Florida doesn't even know it's supposed to be. <laughs> like California is without a doubt the best version of what Florida. It's like the rough draft. Could aspire. <laughs> yeah. Florida was like, we tried and California was like, okay, we've got it. We've almost got it all figured out. But uh, yeah. And I, and it's also like, I've like the I 10 starts in Jacksonville and uh-huh. ends in Santa Monica. And I've, the first time I came out, I drove it oh, wow. and I've done it a couple of times and it is really funny to like, not funny, but it is interesting to do the like, go, go West. Like I literally just huh. drove it the whole way and you see like, you start like at home and then you go through the panhandle and you go through like the fucking ass of the South, like <laughs> literally the ass bottom of the South. And then you drive through Texas and Texas just kicks your ass for a whole day. <laughs> and then 
then there's New Mexico, then Arizona, and then it starts to get like pretty. And yeah. then you're in California. And then oh, it's cool. just like, oh, this is nice. Okay. Yeah. It just gets better the further you go this way, I guess. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of like, but yeah. And like, I, I go back and my family's there and stuff. And like, they're, you know, like I said, it's cheap. It's really right. easy to have fun in Florida. Like, if you're like kind of like dumb and like have some money, <laughs> like you can have a lot of fucking fun in Florida. So I get that. When you say dumb, because I know you, it's not like intelligently dumb, right? It's just like, is it just like like you you're thinking like I think you just like, don't care about stuff like uh-huh. if you, if like just you just party a lot yeah. and don't care like Casey Anthony's like the perfect <laughs> embodiment of Florida like okay. she's like a party murder girl your child who had a child didn't want to didn't want to <laughs> deal with the child so like murder like and then like goes to, like that to me is like Florida girl oh wow Casey Anthony toe ring if they were a person like <laughs> <laughs> that's that That's that sums does, it all up I can totally see that. <laughs> Um, so, but your family still is out there and they don't want to move out. They don't want to like no, join they, you in they LA. Love it there. Yeah. They hate it here. And my, my sister lives, my, some of my family, my sister moved, um, out as well, but she lives in Georgia, which is like super close. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, every, like in all my family on both sides, they all live within like a three hour, like radius of each other. And they have for like generations and it's just like maybe the worst part of the world. <laughs> to me but uh that's like where they are happy or whatever it's funny when you talk about the weather because i uh my family's from taiwan and i remember when i used to go as a kid it was such a shock to me because the weather's very i, I might be similar to florida it's very humid it's sure. tropical it's like a island um they get a lot of typhoons but uh but i remember being like what is this like i my skin is never dry and I hate it. Oh, and it. I hate, I, I, sorry to cut you off, but yeah, <laughs> no. like I was like, I had terrible, terrible acne when I was uh-huh. a, a kid too. So I was just like every day, it's the worst possible situation for me. Like <laughs> I'm ugly. I'm literally like oozing. And then like, you're just constantly wet. Everything's uh, wet. Everything smells like mold. And there's and a smell in Taiwan. But but I started connecting to it more emotionally as I grew older as a play like my motherland and I liked it and I had started forming good memories there. And so and uh and you know, going back there's like nice department stores and places. Indoors is usually nice. There's sure. like a lot of AC. So I started connecting to it in a positive way. But um but yeah, that's why it's interesting here. Like the if you have negative experiences, it continues to build into this like I do the like humidity Florida. just feels I do like Florida now more than I did when I was living there. Uh-huh. I will say that. Like it, I like the hatred is less and I'm it's <laughs> peaking right now because I'm like watching They've it make r- the wrong decision. Yeah. Although it did but like, were we ever it was always kind of a long shot for Florida to turn. Absolutely. Absolutely. Blue. And and uh it like looking back it's like oh maybe the Obama wins were like flukes more than anything else but um but is and you know like they did like the 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 uh, one amendment did pass where it's like now like ex felons can vote yeah which is like that's, that's cool but then also it's like well if the Republicans win these fucking things and they're just gonna find ways to stymie that that's you know true. but anyway do you talk to people like since Trump's been elected do you talk to people from back home and do you feel like it's I mean if I don't know if the media projection is real or not but it does feel like we're getting closer to having some sort of like movement there and i don't know if like from talking to people at home if it feels like there's any change or it's kind of like same old same old it depends some people i mean a lot of friends that i have also moved out of florida at this point um the ones that are still there are like 
they're like, it's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. And then like my family is like, my family's kind of like e- evenly split. Like some of them are Democrats. Some of them are Republicans. Some of them are Republicans that are like, that are like, we like, we don't like Trump. And then some of them right. are like, we love this guy. And I'm like, Ugh. fuck you. <laughs> but uh, it's just like, that's just the way. And that's the thing too, that it's just like, it's just gets to the point where it's just like, well, I don't, you know, you can talk about it, but it's like, it's not like um, it's not like talking about it is going to be what solves anything. Yeah. Like it just really isn't. Like I think that it's cool. I think it's good to commiserate. I think it's good to try to connect. But I right. think at some level you also have to recognize that it's like it's a lost cause. Like yeah. we, you don't get. It's not like these people have made their opinions based on dialogue and like facts <laughs> and logic. Well, you it's know? not. I wouldn't say like a hundred percent lost cause, but I do agree. Like I think, especially living in cities and being in entertainment, we think like, oh, if we just say the right funny thing, yeah, we'll exactly. change someone's mind, which is never how it works. Yeah. But I do think it's also important to remember, like when people have different opinions, often their day to day life is so different from yours. Absolutely. Like, so there, it's hard to try to tell them to think one thing when they're like, well, you. I mean, their impression is like, you live in LA and you know, right. whatever. And part of that is true. It's like, we get, you know, we get, we're around movie stars and I'm whatever. Maybe I overdrafted on my rent or whatever, but still, <laughs> I still am like, you know, close enough where I could go to a Golden Globe party or whatever. Sure. So it's like a totally different lifestyle. And, sure. uh, and we have to remember that it's not, it's not just like everybody lives out here in sunny California. <laughs> Which, why wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, everyone should just come to California. It's uh, a lot of room. There's room. It's big. Yeah, we'll kill, we'll build skyscrapers. New York is like a pack city. Oh, it's insane. It's miserable there, but uh, yeah. but also, yeah, I don't know. New York is miserable in a different way. It's like a proud miserable. New York is like everything's fast and angry. Like yeah, and there and it's like we like it this way. Shut yes, up. People love it. I mean, I lived there for eight years and I loved it. And I still love it. But it is. I will concede now that I've been here for three years that L. A. I'm way happier. Always the best. Yeah, it's so nice and happy. There's no here. competition. And also, I also recognize that the version of me that lived in New York would absolutely hate what I'm saying right now. <laughs> oh, there, I always think about that. I always think that like it's funny. I remember there was a period when I moved out to LA, or when I went to college, and kind of like I used to be very like just um, like uh, together and like. I looked down on anyone that like did drugs mm-hmm. and like, all, cause all I wanted to do oh, was okay. do my homework, ace the SATs so that I could get out of Florida. That's like so you were all like, I cared you about. You're a really good student. Were you like valedictorian? I was close. I wasn't valedictorian. I, I like gave a speech or whatever oh, at, cool. at, um, what do you call it? Graduation or whatever. But like I was like that. And then I went to college and then I immediately started partying and doing yeah. drugs. And then I was like, Oh man, old Alan would hate, <laughs> new Alan and then I feel like I wrapped around where now I'm like so mad again that I'm like oh now I think old Alan would like new Alan <laughs> but I don't know it's a, it's also weird to think about that it's like it was a sign of how much you're like informed you are informed by your environment and by yeah. like the other people you're around and what you're doing like there are opinions I have I had back then that I just don't have anymore now and I have yeah. way more empathy now than I ever have. Like, but that's why it gives me hope because I just looking at yourself isn't a good, good example. Like people change literally. And then people are always like nobody can change, people can't change. People and, can change. But I you do cuz I've changed like literally like it's weird because it does make me wonder, you know, if I went to school somewhere else, if I'd be totally different or if I was always meant to be on this path and right. this is the only way. Like, I don't know. It's very hard to tell. I don't know. Um, but yeah, but I think looking back, it's talking about following signs and looking back, if you do always follow the signs and 
are true to yourself, then you'll never feel like you're on the wrong path. Even if you're like, oh, well, this isn't where I expected to end up. Right. Um, I also, am, I don't know about you, but I'm like also constantly, constantly like questioning my path. I feel yeah. like I, I feel like I just keep fucking everything up and then I have to go do something else. And then hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. Elaborate. I guess this is, well, like I really thought I was going to be like a doctor or something. When I was a kid, I was like, I was really smart. They and say really... laughter is the best medicine. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I feel sick. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I really thought I was going to do that. And then I like, I like couldn't hack it. And I was like, oh, God. Okay. Well, I guess I'll just go like work in the entertainment industry and do like, I was like, I'll be an assistant. Then I'll be an mm-hmm. executive and I'll just do the development thing or whatever. And then I like couldn't do, I just was so bad at like. But do you ever trace back to like what at the core was the thing you wanted? Like, was it that you really wanted to do medicine or was it that you wanted to help people oh, or connect? Like, Because I think in a way you're always kind of on the path. If you look at the underlying drive. That's interesting. I've never thought about it that way. But that's interesting. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think about. I. You don't know. I, why like, did you don't know why you wanted to be a doctor? Just because it would. I was good at it. I was good at science. That's okay. that. So I was like, it was a. To me, it was a. It was probably a decision based on logic, which a high school kid doesn't mm-hmm. really actually understand what's going on in the world or anything. I was just like, I'm good at this. I'll go do yeah. it. And then like, oh, also then like I worked in a lab and I hated it. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. when I actually sit down to do this stuff. It's boring. Most like, people, I feel like in high school, you think there's like six jobs. Yes, this is true. And you got to yes. pick one of those. And then eventually you're like, well, there's so many things I can do. Like what? Nobody told me this. I know. I know. Well, I've been like doing like a lot of copywriting work recently, yeah. which is like, I'm like really I'm not, I don't want to be bragging or I'm not bragging. I, I, you're really I'm good, good at, at it. it. Like yeah. I'm good at it. And it like, it's like not just good at it. Like it comes like pretty easy and yeah. like. This, this is the type of thing that, like, I never in a million years would have... Um, I didn't even know it was a job. But that's the thing, I yeah. didn't know it was a job. I didn't know you were allowed to move to California. I didn't know I could... <laughs> like, I'm like, I should have gone to school in California and just been out here and just, like, vibed on this energy and, like, found my path. <laughs> but you're here for... Like, I think you ended up here for and did all those things in between for a reason. But um, but also the thing about copywriting is interesting is like it's so easy for you and that doesn't surprise me because you're a good writer. But for some people, that's like the hardest thing to do sure, is to put right. together like a paragraph right. of anything that makes sense. So I'm I, always je- and I'm jealous of like I know people. One of my friends the other day was like talking about how like he just mentioned that like he just when he wakes up in the morning, he just like his alarm goes off. He wakes up and he gets out of bed. <laughs> and I was just like, What's what? And he was like, oh, yeah, I'm just like, that's just the way I've always been. And I'm like, I literally since I was a kid, I I used to have multiple alarms in my room before, like <laughs> you could just schedule them all on your phone. You know, you have like the 12, uh, well, one every minute for and, like an hour. And like, I would like need them to like, I would like be sleeping all next to them and stuff. So that uh-huh. they would like actually wake me up and, then like my mom literally used to have to like drag me out of bed and I would wake <laughs> up and apparently have like full conversations with her about what I'm doing that day and what I'm going to wear that I would not remember oh, just so that I could convince her to leave me alone so I could go back to sleep. <laughs> so I'm like, that to me is what's like the heart. Like that is literally the hardest thing for me in the world is waking up. Like that is the <laughs> hardest thing. So I do understand that it's like, okay, some things come easy to some people and some things don't, but it, I, I don't know. It is like, it is just like, so, cause just like a year ago, I was like, I had no idea what I was doing with my life after 
thinking I figured out exactly what I wanted to do with my life, you know? So I'm just like, like outside of comedy or mm-hmm, everything. Or just, just in general. Like, okay. And so I, but then I just feel like maybe that's just the way I'm going to be for the rest of my fucking life, which is annoying, but whatever. Well, I think when you're in it, you don't always see that you're on a path because, and I think it's good to question. Cause if you're questioning, it means you've accomplished some things and now you're like, what's next for me? I'm always like, yeah, I'm always like, what's next? But that's good. Um, but then when you look back, it'll feel more, I, I mean, don't you feel like the last 10 years feel more cohesive looking back, but you've had moments during them when, <laughs> maybe not i kind of do i i feel like la has been like the cohesive thing where i yeah. have always been i have always said i don't know if i'm doing exactly what i need to be doing but i have felt for a long time that i'm where i'm supposed to be well, here's the secret there's nothing you're supposed to be doing that's true it's your life oh no you should do whatever <laughs> you want you could do anything that's the crazy i mean too many options does freak me out but, yeah that's but, exactly where i was going but if you follow the signs and, and the signs aren't actually the universe telling you it's just actually you projecting what you really want sure I mean, I've done, I made the mistake, I actually went through a phase like maybe a month ago where I was like really into following science. I was doing tarot every day and Mm -hmm. um, I would, I would do this thing because I I was trying to make a decision about uh, just like overall be more healthy and making better decisions Mm -hmm. about stuff that I wasn't doing right. And I remember like as soon as I was like, I'm going to do this right. There were like actual things in my mind that I thought, uh, were happening because of that. Like I started getting like just randomly, I was like, Oh, I got this thing or I would get this offer and I booked this thing. It all happened within a span of a few days of me making this choice. So oh, I was like, wow. It's a sign. That's crazy. Yeah. Probably not. Probably just a coincidence, but it was enough for me to be like, I affirm that I made the right choice and Keep I will continue. That. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's, that's great. But I do also think that it's because that's what I wanted. If I, uh, if I hadn't wanted it, I would have found an excuse or probably a reason would. or looked at the wrong. I would have been like, Oh, I, I don't know. I would have found something bad about that day and that's what I w- would have attached to. I always, I like can self-sabotage a lot of things. Sure. And so I've always been like, I've just recently got to the point where I'm like, well, maybe that was just, maybe you don't want to do that. Like maybe hmm. that's like a sign that like, you're not supposed to like be doing that thing. Maybe also it's not, <laughs> I don't know, but. Oh, that's hard like, because I've been finding that I want to self-sabotage sometimes and sometimes you have to work through it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but that's a balance because it is so fun. Like I was living by the pleasure principle for so long where I was like, if I feel the urge to do something, I'm like, just do it. I don't get, care. Fuck, it'll be fun. Yeah, and it was always fun. <laughs> I know. But then eventually I was like, oh, I can, uh, I think I'm self-sabotaging because I'm like a little afraid that I'll get what I want and it won't make me happy. Right. Um, which, you know, the secret is it never will. But just be ha- But you can just be happy. Right. And then you can just have the thing you want. They're two separate things. They right. don't, the thing you want doesn't have to make you happy. You can still get what you want. Um, but anyway, so then once I realized that, I was like, all right, I'll, uh, I'll push through it. Um, but, but it doesn't matter. If you, live, if you choose to live your life by the pleasure principle and that's what you want, you'll be happy that you're doing what you want. You might not get that big thing because mm-hmm. you're sabotaging it, but... You'll be happy. Yeah, and also maybe you will get the big thing anyway. You know, maybe. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I feel show I was... drunk. See what happens. Maybe <laughs> they'll hire you again. No. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Also, if that's just what the pleasure principle. People is. do that all the time. No, it's not just that. But I do like I see that on different levels. Like people will get a big opportunity and like fuck it up, kind of on purpose. And yeah. I think part of it is because I don't know. I think uh, I mean myself included. I've I've never like taken it that far, but I I always have an urge when I get something to just be like, let me just fuck it up like just decide to fuck it up yeah, so then i, I, I won't understand. someone won't take it away from me yeah um, i'll take it i'll take it away from me. right I know. <laughs> um yeah man uh well i wanted to play a game but it's um 
it's uh, related to your cucumber story. We can go back to cucumbers. So I don't know. No, we don't have to talk the about the cucumber thing, story. What was I, there was one thing I wanted to say about Florida that was like oh, yeah, what's so your, funny. What, I, like, oh, I remember one time recently I was like just literally I was like, I wonder what's going on in my hometown. Uh-huh. And so like I this is like a year ago. I searched Orange Park news, local news. Sure. And I went to the local news page and literally the first thing on the cover was like, um, thousands in Orange Park lose power due to snake. Oh my <laughs> because God. a snake like got into <laughs> like the power grid and like died and like oh my it God. like shorted out power to like thousands of people. And then like l- like l- deep in the article, it was like this is the second time it's happened this month. I'm just like, oh no, there are snakes. There are snakes <laughs> fucking and up the electricity. It's so that was like the one thing I wanted to like say about florida but anyway are there actually just gators walking around oh yeah like the way there are squirrels here i mean not like not (laughs) exactly like squirrels but yeah um they're like there's a lot of uh they'll like wind up so there's two things a it's a swamp b florida (laughs) is the um like premier uh hotbed for the exotic animal trade reptiles and birds and stuff like that so a lot of like so like so they're just loose they're loose literally they're loose wow. and like people people will have an alligator that like gets too big and then they'll just go <gasps> dump them in a retention pond no. so then you have an alligator that's like at the back lot of the school like what? so it's and alligators are pretty docile but like i remember we i ran cross country in high school and we would um we you know we would we run around you know you have to run for a lot of distances yeah. so we would like be out in nature and stuff and so many times you would just be running and then you'd like, fuck, there's an alligator oh my like, God. right there in the path. And it's like, and also it's our, it's human, it's humanity's fault. We're not supposed to be there. We're, sure. That's in their Florida, it's home. like subdivisions and golf courses. So then it's like you go golf and like, then there's just like a rattlesnake on the putting green oh and like an alligator sunning itself. And you're just like, okay, well, why am I like, playing golf in jurassic fucking park but like it's because we're not supposed to be there or whatever that makes sense because yeah you're right we're not supposed to be there and And uh, displacing all these animals maybe we should just let them have their little land yeah i don't know it's like we all we're so quick to jump on uh getting rid of straws in la because they were killing the whales Uh uh-huh Maybe we should get rid of people in Florida. I thought you were going to say, maybe we should kill the whales. No. <laughs> no. I was like, where are we going with this? No, the people are the straws of Florida. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Right, right, I mean, not not like kill them. Like they, they, they can leave. They can go somewhere else. Let the, let the gators have the swamp. <laughs> Um, well, we I, I, the game. I'm, I want to play the game anyways because I think it'll be fun to play okay. a game. But I'm only giving you the warning that it's a non sequitur because I wrote it based on um, okay. assuming fine. that you're... Uh, Confession was going to be about cucumbers. That's fine. Okay. So it's, it's still pretty dumb. But anyways, this is called... Uh, okay. So th- wait, this game is inspired by your hate of cucumbers. Uh, it's called, let's get a kick out of scene if you can pick what words actually mean dick. <laughs> okay. It's real dumb. Anyways, most of the titles on this podcast are Well, you dumb. know what? This works actually because Florida looks like a dick. Oh, there you go. So okay, there you go. So There's a connection. Just pretend whenever I say cucumber, I'm talking about Florida. Um, so loosely inspired by cucumbers cause cucumbers are, you know, a phallus vegetable, um, and, uh, kind of a euphemism for dick. So I've decided to create a game based on euphemisms for mm-hmm. dick to see how many, you know, and if you can guess, uh, what they are. So you, you know, some basic ones like one eyed snake, eggplant emoji, um, sure. the president, I don't know. Sure. Sure. Think of fill in the blanks. 
I'm calling them. Actually, you can help me decide. I'm either calling them dickphemisms or eupenisms. <laughs> <laughs> I like eupenisms. Okay, I think. so these are eupenisms, and we're gonna see how many you know. <laughs> There's some of them from other cultures. Um, okay. I'll just read one, and then you have to guess if it is a eupenism or something else. Understood. Um, great. Pretty straightforward. Okay. Here's the first one. Oh, and also just FYI, if it's a dick one, it it might mean dick or something related to the dick, like just. It doesn't have to literally be dick. Right. Okay. Understood. Cool. Okay. So here's the first one. Uh, Lao Er, which is Chinese for a big two. Is this a euphemism or something else? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, correct. <laughs> it means penis in Chinese. Oh, okay. Um, it also means oldest child. So that's, oh, I don't know. Our second oldest child, which okay. I don't know what the first oldest child is. Maybe just a flaccid penis. Hmm. Um, okay, cool. One for one. Weird kids. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, number two, granny stuck in traffic. Is this a euphemism? Granny stuck else? in traffic. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say no. You're correct. It's not, uh, but it is a euphemism. It's I've, South African for when a lady is on her period. Oh, okay, okay, all right, okay. <laughs> South African? Yeah. Okay. I don't. Maybe it's red light. Something like maybe. that. Maybe. Not quite sure. I don't know. All right, Confused. you're doing very well. All right, here's the third one. St. George. Is this a eupenism or something else? Hmm. Um, I'll say yes. Good guess, but it's uh, no. The answer is no. This is an old phrase from the UK uh, from the 1800s that means the cowgirl position during sex. Oh. Um, so sort of sex-related, but not about a penis. Okay. Um, and Saint it's George. derived from St. George, who supposedly rode a dragon. So it means the woman's on top all the way. Oh. Don't really know what the dragon. Maybe the dragon's no, the so, man, or okay. maybe the dragon is the female orgasm. I'm not okay. sure. Who knows? <laughs> both very elusive. Yeah, they're both don't exist. Um, <laughs> okay, number four, clatter de vengeance. Is this a euphemism or something else? What is it? <laughs> clatter de vengeance. I don't know if I'm oh. saying it right, but it's spelled that way. Clatter de vengeance. I have no idea, so I'm gonna say yes. Correct. Great. This is an old term for the penis. Wow. First used in 1659, used during a piece uh, about the English Civil War where a soldier brags about raping barmaids, so they threatened to cut off his clatter de vengeance. Naturally. Yeah. Yeah. Clatter de vengeance. Okay. Okay. I think you're winning. I think you have... Oh, you're two, two for four. Three for four. Whoa. So you're doing pretty well. Okay. There's three more. All right. Irish toothache. Is this a euphemism or something else? That's for something else. No, it means erect penis. Whoa. If you got an Irish toothache, you've got a hard on. Okay. All right. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I've never heard that before, but okay. Zoom, zoom. Zoom, zoom. Is this a euphemism or something else? Um, I'm going to say something else. You're correct. Do you have a guess for what it is? It feels like it's for like an orgasm. Oh, almost. It's a uh, Caribbean slang for the vagina. For the vagina. Okay, there cool. There you go. Very cool. Yeah, it does sound zoom, like a zoom. cool name for orgasm. Like, I like that. I, gotta, I just zoom zoomed. Zoom zoom. <laughs> uh, okay, zoom, zoom. here's the final one. Tippet de widget. Is this a euphemism or something else? Tippet de widget? Yeah. Tippet de widget. I'm going to say yes. No, this means oh. vagina. It's from the 1700s. Um, a tippet is a piece that attaches to the rest of the dress, like oh. a hood, something like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, Anyways, we learned, we learned I learned a today. lot. Yeah, I learned a lot about slang for uh, just, there's so much slang out there. Yeah, there's a lot. 
But okay, yeah, I think you won that game. I wasn't really keeping track. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the knowledge is what you win. And yeah, I feel you guys like win the knowledge. That's really cool and really important. If, yeah, if you guys listening have any funny slangs, feel free to message me. I lo- this was fun to hear. Or make up your own. Make up your own. Yeah, let's make up some. And then we can lie and say me. that it was like oh, from, 21st yeah, from century. Uh, 1200s. Yeah. <laughs> well, where can people find you, Alan? Um, I'm on Twitter. That's like the best thing. I'm, I'm at Totally Alan. It's like my uh-huh. insane ramblings. That's where I am. It's I a run a monthly Twitter. show at, thank you. I run a monthly show at Bigfoot Lodge in LA the second Sunday of every month. That's fun. It's free. Night coffee. Okay, cool. So yeah. follow him on Twitter to see when that show is. Yeah. And you can follow this podcast um, on Instagram at Tell Me Anything Pod or follow me on Twitter at Larissa T. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Bye.